Hello, I'm here with Julie Fischette, a board member of the Global Critical Media Literacy Project and our very own Worcester State Professor and Chair of the Communications Department. The GCMLP provides educators at participating universities curricular models to increase students' knowledge on media literacy and the media today. Thank you for coming today, Julie. Thank you for having me here. You're welcome. So just to get started, uh, we just want to know how you first got involved in this project. Um, and kind of your brief overview of the aspects of this project and how you're involved. Great. Well, the Global Critical Media Literacy Project, we started different groups that had been doing media literacy education and advocacy, got together, and it was an interesting kind of divide between East Coast and West Coast efforts at doing media literacy education. So in the Northeast, I was part of and co-president of the Action Coalition for Media Education, And on the West Coast, we were working with some wonderful folks who do Project Censored. And what they do out there is for the last however many years, 40-something years, they look at the top 25 issues um, of the year that affect us politically, economically, socially, that don't get a lot of corporate media news coverage. And they publish, they have students submit um, validated independent news stories that should have received corporate news coverage but for political and economic reasons didn't get um, airtime or uh, newspaper print time. And then they publish a book every year and post these stories on their website. So we started having joint conferences between the Action Coalition for Media Education and, and Project Censored. And then we started thinking, well, why are we working so hard to duplicate a lot of our efforts for media literacy training Uh, to educators and activists and students, why not join forces and create the Global Critical Media Literacy Project to try to see if we can have a larger umbrella and organization under which to then have education, advocacy, resources, trainings, seminars, conferences, book projects, things of that nature that help to disseminate uh, the importance of media literacy education in the United States. So one of the first projects we did was we created a resource guide where we worked all last summer, so your question was about when we started. So basically, um, last spring and into the summer, we worked on creating an educator resource packet so that teachers didn't have to come up with ideas on their own about how to teach you know, young people about the power of the large six transnational global corporate media systems, how um, the way that hyper-commercialization and narrative storytelling is limited in a way that doesn't often represent a lot of diversity of perspective, We decided then to have the resource packet offer examples of how to do effective teaching uh, modules for educators and and activists. Um, And from there, we had just recently a conference. So we had an international media literacy summit with folks coming as far as uh, Spain, California, Canada. um, And that was just two weekends ago at Sacred Heart University in Fairfield, Connecticut. And we were training people on one day on a Friday how to do effective media literacy training in the United States. And then the following day, we had more of a higher education academic conference where students all the way to uh, professors presented on topics related to uh, media literacy. 
that's amazing. So much work goes into this. Uh, and you as a board member, how much responsibility uh, goes behind this for you? There's a lot of time and effort that goes into this because we're working on uh, publications, so trying to document a lot of what we're doing. So we had a lot of writing uh, work. It was a little intensive over the summer, but luckily we had Nolan Higdon, who was the lead coordinator for the project and putting the packet together. Um, but we've had a lot of, it's a lot, it's about having collaborative time to talk to everyone to make sure everyone agrees with things and scheduling, of course, is always tricky, but um, there is a lot of time, but it's worth it because in the United States, uh, this country produces the most media of any industrial nation, and yet we are the only uh, country that doesn't have, who produces so much media, that doesn't have implemented curricular models for how to teach media activism, media literacy training and production from the time we're in kindergarten all the way to now. And yet Australia, Canada, and the United Kingdom, they've had programs for, for many years and decades, in fact, where they teach everything from how to understand how you're marketed to, what kinds of persuasive techniques uh, are part of how the media lure uh, people at young ages, how we become branded, how there's hyper commercialization and hypersexuality in our media. They have all sorts of curricular uh, lesson plans and materials and implemented goals as part of their education, whereas we in the United States are lagging far behind even though we produce so much media um, in the world. So um, I would say there's a lot of effort, but it's worth it because we have a lot of work ahead of us and working with great, dynamic, energized collaborators like the Project Sensor folks or ACME uh, and also folks who are part of a new program at Sacred Heart. They offer a master's degree in media literacy and digital culture. These are folks who are dedicated in helping to train other people um, at the higher education level all the way to K-12 teaching. Definitely some challenges. Um, here at Worcester State, are there any classes or opportunities students can take uh, to enhance their media literacy, their critiquing of media, stuff like that? Absolutely. So we are unique in terms of our program in the sense that we offer both production-based courses to how to become the media or produce media, but we also have courses that are theory-based and analytically and critically based to help people understand things like power, hegemony, ideology, um, and how you know the way in which the media operate in a commercial way tend not to always be representative of our globalized perspectives from local to global. So. Um, there are courses that we offer in our program that teach people the critical aspects as well as how to use these tools to better represent the issues facing them in their communities. So media criticism, which is our highest level required core requirement aside from the capstone, um, is, is a great place for students to understand who owns our media system, to also understand in commercial media who the majority of the target audience is, and that usually reflects social, political, and economic power, and then we look at narratives or storytelling and how they're so skewed because of who's producing them or because of their commercial imperatives or because they're being targeted to only certain demographics or audiences. And so when we do that, students have many more opportunities then to produce critical blogs or produce video projects that then reflect other kinds of points of, of view. And then they can submit at the end of the semester after they've worked hard on their research projects to look at these various important relationships between media ownership patterns, target audience, and how that affects the narrative. They explore this by looking at race, class, or gender, or sexuality, and seeing how there are many um, misrepresentations 
or stereotypes and biases, and then they, in critiquing it, they are also able to produce something different. And so then they can submit their work to the website for the Global Critical Media Literacy Project and have a, a say in how the work they did in class actually can speak to a larger global audience of folks who are interested in, in media literacy advocacy and awareness. Thank you so much. You definitely showed us where uh, media education stands today and how important it is and how this program can help educate people uh, to critique and understand media. Um, I thank you so much for coming today and teaching us about this. Great. It's my pleasure, and I do hope that students continue to want to form groups who want to actually become part of our global critical media literacy movement. Um, through the project, as well as to attend. We have some upcoming conferences. There's one coming up at Wheelock College. It's a media literacy training. There's also a media literacy institute that's happening at Champlain College for anybody to go to. That's in June. And then next October, Project Censored is putting together a conference out on the West Coast at Sonoma State University for anyone interested in trying to uh, expose media and news bias. That's awesome. We're definitely going to get this information out there. And thank you again. Thank you so much. much.